How well do you know the Christmas story? Maybe very well, maybe not that well, maybe not as well as you think. This is going to be a fun, special, doable discipleship episode where we go through a trivia quiz on the biblical account of the coming of Jesus. So stick around, it's going to be a lot of fun. All right, it is Christmas Bible trivia time. <laughs> it's my yeah, my game show, my game host, game show host voice. Okay, uh, guys. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna take one question at a time. I'm gonna read one, and I'm gonna list. They're all multiple choice, and then you in the car, at your house, at the office, wherever you are, shout out the answer that you think it is, and then I will say what the correct answer is, and then Doug and I are going to go back and forth. Um, I'm taking the odds; he's taking the evens. So. Uh, let's get this going. Ding, All right, ding. let's see how much you know. All right, question number one. Joseph was originally from A, Bethlehem, B, Nazareth, C, Hebron, D, Jerusalem, E, none of the above. What do you think? Take a moment. Shout out the answer. Is that your final answer? Yell it at your... That was a, not a bad Regis. <laughs> Good job. Okay, the correct answer is A, Bethlehem. He worked and he lived in Nazareth, uh, but he was returning to Bethlehem, quote, his own city. And we see that in Luke chapter two. Hmm. This is fun. There's a lot of questions on this one that'll, that'll you know, a get you, tricky. you'll miss it by a hair. They're yeah. a little tricky. We're trying to throw you off, but this is good. You're going to learn a lot. Uh, let's see. Number two, what does the Bible say that the innkeeper said to Mary and Joseph? Option A, there's no room in the inn. Option B, I have a stable you can use. Option C, come back later and I should have some vacancies. Option D, both A and B, so there's no room in the inn, but I have a stable you can use. Or option E, none of the above. What do you think? Kick it around. Get your final answer. Shout it out loudly, even if you're in a quiet place. Are you sure? The answer is E, none of the above. The innkeeper didn't say anything to them. Nothing is recorded in the Bible that the innkeeper said to them. So, hope you got that tricky one. All right. So, uh, how are you doing so far? Yes, good to hear yourself. Out of two. Shouldn't <laughs> good, be hard good math to hear. yet. <clears throat> Number three. A manger is a, a stable for domestic animals, B, a wooden hay storage bin, C, feeding trough, or D, barn. The answer is... C, a feeding trough. Interesting. Well, enough, most mangers in the New Testament times were made of stone. If you visit Israel today, you can see stone mangers used by Solomon to feed his horses. Hmm, how nice. Well, <clears throat> let's go on to number four. Which animals does the Bible say were present at Jesus' birth? Option A, cows, sheep, and goats. B, cows, donkeys, and goats. C, sheep and goats only. D miscellaneous barnyard animals <laughs> or cast e, a babe <laughs> or e none of the above i know what you're trying to do right now you're trying to picture the last nativity scene you saw what was there what was in my kids school production pretty sure there was a donkey gosh what else i remember think about it come up with your final answer the answer is the bible doesn't really say we just assume that since Jesus was born in a stable, that there were probably various barnyard animals present. So I'll tell you what. But the answer was E, just I'll to give you clarify. credit if you said E, or if you said miscellaneous barnyard animals, 
I'll, I'll give you credit either way. So no. keep score. You know, Doug is generous. This as season. we're going, <clears throat> score yourself and send us an email. I want to I want to hear what your score was on this quiz. So send an email. Or if to you're maturity. watching on YouTube, write it in the comments. Write it in the comments if you're on YouTube. If you're listening to the podcast, email maturity at settleback.com. And if you scored well, I'd love to hear about it. Maybe yeah, I'll shout you out on the air. Whoa. This is of course honor system. So if you lie, may the Lord deal with you. Be it ever so harshly for lying to us. <laughs> on that five. note, we're gonna continue the quiz. <laughs> Number five. Who saw the star in the east? Was it A Shepherds? B Mary and Joseph? C three kings. D, both A and C, so shepherds and three kings, or E, none of the above? Well, I hope you got your answer in, because the answer is E, none of the above. This is a trick question, because the magi saw the star. However, the Bible doesn't say how many there were, and they were not kings, but astronomers. Some of you, as Jason was reading that question, you were like, hey, this is this one's all wrong. This one's they all rigged. They kings. Yeah, we were we three kings of it. No. Yep, not kings. Uh, Number six, according to the Bible, how did Mary and Joseph get to Bethlehem? Did they get there by donkey? Excuse me, let me read that. I jumped down. (laughs) A, by camel. B, by donkey. C, they walked. D, Joseph walked. Mary rode a donkey. E, horse-drawn chariot. (laughs) Or F, who knows? Think about your answer. How did they get to Bethlehem? Well, the answer is F. Although many modern pictures in, you know, children's, you know, Bibles and that kind of stuff, picture Mary on a donkey with Joseph beside her, the Bible doesn't actually say how they got there. I really hope she was riding on something because being pregnant and walking a, that far is a real drag. It could have been that horse-drawn chariot. That's that horse-drawn great. chariot, yeah, <laughs> with her bow drawn the whole way. <laughs> yeah, uh, people were tough back then. Yeah, number seven. How many angels spoke to the shepherds? A, one, B, three, C, a multitude, or D, none of the above? Oh, the answer was A. The answer is A. Uh, And you can find that in Luke uh, chapter 2, verse 10. And it's kind of a a little bit of a trick question, too, because uh, some later verses record what the angel company said, but Mm -hmm. only one angel spoke directly to the shepherds. Yeah, the angel spoke, and then a crowd of angels appear and blasted them (laughs) with a heavenly tune. All right, number eight. What did the angels say slash sing? A, glory to God in the highest, etc. B, alleluia. C, unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. D, Joy to the world, the Lord has come. Or E, glory to the newborn king. Which one was it? Do you remember? I think I remember them singing Oh Holy Night. The answer, <laughs> you remember wrong. <laughs> the answer is A, glory to God in the highest. It may be a little bit different depending on what translation you're using, but if you read the NLT, this is what you'll see. Actually, that's the NIV. Oh, oh! it's glory to God in highest heaven if you read the NLT. You'll hear that next week. You sure will. Um, all right, guys, moving up right along. Number nine, what is a heavenly host? A, the angel at the gate of heaven. B, the angel who serves refreshments in heaven. Oh, <laughs> what a job. Yeah, can I interest you in some <laughs> assorted dips? <laughs> C, an angel choir. D, an angel army. Or E, none of the above. 
Oh, okay, guys. The answer was D, because the word literally means army, literally thousands. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sometimes you read, especially older translations, you read about a heavenly host, and it sounds kind of like a lackluster term, like it doesn't really get you excited. But it's talking about an army of angels. That's pretty cool. Just listen to Chris Tomlin. He thinks it's cool. He did a whole song on it. That's enough. Uh, number 10. Uh, there was snow that first Christmas, A, only in Bethlehem, B, all over Israel, C, nowhere in Israel, or D, somewhere in Israel. This question. <laughs> this oh, my question. goodness. So let me reread that. There was snow that first Christmas. <laughs> a, only in Bethlehem. B, all over Israel. C, nowhere in Israel. Or D, somewhere in the, Israel. The answer to this one is so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and the answer is D. It's another trick question. Because? There is, <laughs> because there's always snow on Mount Hermon. Oh, so hopefully you're up on your Israel geography. Yeah. Um, okay. 11. What is... Sorry, what is frankincense? A, a precious metal. B, a precious fabric. C, a precious perfume. Or D, none of the above. Take your time and your okay. time's up. Okay, time's up. The answer is C. Frankincense was used in the temple worship of the Lord. It represents his deity because he is truly God born in human flesh. All right, number 12, we're going back to what Matthew talks about, the wise men of the Magi. So that is, what does wise men or Magi refer to? Option A, men of the educated class. Option B, Eastern kings. Option C, men who studied the stars. Or option D, sages. If you really want to get this right, pause, go back in the episode because we mentioned it earlier. Yes, that's right. We'll elaborate on it slightly here. Here's the answer. The answer is C. C, men who studied the stars. The word magi literally means stargazers. And although there's no biblical record of exactly who they were or their point of origin, um, you know, there's reason to believe that they were wise men from Babylon. They were somewhere to the east of Israel. So we don't know much more than that, uh, but they were clearly people who cared about the coming Messiah and were alerted to his coming and were sent to come and visit him. So clearly they were people who had were knowledgeable about this promised Messiah to the Jewish people and they wanted to come and check it out. That was great, Doug, but people really want to continue on with the quiz. Sorry. Um, Sorry, I thought people might want to learn something. <laughs> For once on this show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, uh, we're at number 13. Yes. So, 13, what is myrrh? A, Middle Eastern money. B, a drink. C, an easily shaped metal. D, a spice used for burying people. Or E, none of the above. Mm -hmm. uh, tabulate your answers. And the answer, the correct answer is D, a spice used for burying people. You know what I wish I had said at the top of this episode? I wish I had told everyone to text their answers directly to your personal cell phones. <laughs> I'm incredibly glad up. that you didn't. <laughs> Next time, people. Maybe I'll put it in the show notes. So I just get this up. series of random letters. I'm like, what is, what is happening? A, from unknown person. Okay. Uh, all right. <clears throat> Number 14. How many wise men came to see Jesus? Was it A, 3, B, 6, C, 9, D, 12, or E, we don't know. The answer is we really don't know. That's E. 
And once again, they were magi, not wise men. So hopefully you've learned that earlier in the quiz and we're not tricked by that this time. Hopefully you yelled that. Wait a second. Yeah. Trickers. <clears throat> the Bible doesn't give them a number. Uh, some people assume that there were three because there were three gifts, but there's not really any reason beyond that to think that there was any definite number. But in ancient times, these men usually traveled in caravans of 10 to 12, along with a full entourage for protection. And uh, if you listen to the Christmas story uh, in the next couple of weeks, you're going to hear uh, you're going to hear all about. I'm plugging the Christmas story now. Oh, you did. I <laughs> anyway. heard that. I was, whatever. Well, the next You're couple of weeks, we're going to have a really cool, <laughs> dramatic reading of the Christmas story from Buddy. Don't miss next time. Buddy Owens we'll is going to We'll talk about it again at the end. <laughs> we'll tell you about it at the end. Uh, but what you're going <clears> to <throat> read about is that this was a group of men that actually appeared before King Herod. So it was probably a noteworthy group of people coming through town. So probably not just three. Anyway, not to get bogged down in that, as I've already done. That's all right. Uh, okay, fifteen, fifteen. Where did the wise men find Jesus? We keep saying all these questions say wise men, and yet every answer says they weren't wise men. They well, were let's magi. Strike that from the record. Where then. did the magi, the magi find Jesus? A in a manger. B in a stable. C in Nazareth. D in Saudi Arabia. E in a house. F none of the above. You're thinking through the Christmas story. You're trying to picture everything. You're reading through. Guys, uh, the answer is E. None of the above. Or no, sorry, E in a house. (laughs) (laughs) Most of these, that's the first F I've seen. Anyway, E in a house. And you can find that in Matthew 2, verse 11. All right, number 16. When the Magi found Jesus, he was A, a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, B, a young child, C, a boy in the temple, D, a grown man. Which do you say? Think. Carry the one. All the things. The answer is B. He was a young child. You can check out Matthew chapter 2, verse 11 to read more about that. Um, He was not a babe in a manger, but he was probably a year or two old at the time. I I do want to say Doug almost gave you all a free point because he recorded accidentally saying the answer a little earlier in the episode, and we uh, he decided that he wanted to cut that out That's and, right. and make you all work for this one. Turns out you do a 21-question quiz verbally, and there's a lot of opportunity for spoilers <laughs> in there. Uh, okay, um, 17, right? Yep. Okay. The star in the east, the quote, star in the east that the Magi followed, A, stayed in the same place their entire journey, B, disappeared and reappeared. C, moved ahead of them and stopped over the place where Jesus was. D, was just a mirage. Or E, none of the above. You may know this one. The answer is C. Uh, Moved ahead of them and stopped over the place where Jesus was. You can find that in uh, Matthew 2, verse 9. Hmm. Good stuff. Chapter eight, chapter 18, I'm so used to reading verses. <laughs> Number 18, the Magi stopped in Jerusalem, A, to inform Herod about Jesus, B, to find out where Jesus was, C, to ask about the star, D, to buy presents, <laughs> yep, or E, none of the above. So why did they stop in Jerusalem? <laughs> to buy presents. Yeah, I know. Black Friday deal. <laughs> <clears throat> The answer is B, to find out where Jesus was. 
You can read about that in Matthew chapter 2, verse 2. But they actually stopped by and said, hey, we've heard about this newborn king talking to Herod and the whole thing. Where's he at? You'll hear all about it in the coming weeks. Yep. Um, number 19. Where do we find the Christmas story? Oh, boy. This this, is there's a, a lot of answers here, guys. Whopper. So really listen close. Do, do good job with paying attention to this. Okay. A, Matthew. B, Mark. C, Luke. D, John. E, all of the above, so all the Gospels. F, only Matthew and Mark, so only A and B. G, only Matthew and Luke, only A and C. Or H, only Matthew, Mark, Luke. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Piece them all together. All right, the answer is G, only Matthew and Luke. These are the only two Gospels that uh, do a um, that go through the Christmas story. But as a special treat, next week when we start the Christmas story, we're actually going to start in John. Mm. Yeah, that is true. We'll yeah. be at John chapter one. <clears throat> kind of interesting too here that you get like the different takes of the two Gospel writers as well. <clears throat> You got Luke, he's a physician, he's a physician, he's a doctor, and he records the pre the pregnancy and the birth and he kind of emphasizes those two parts. He kind of emphasizes the physiological aspect of the coming of Jesus. And you got Matthew, a tax collector, and he records the genealogy. He's kind of the bookkeeper, so he approaches it with precision and um, you know, names and dates and that kind of stuff. So it's cool to see that even though God inspired these two accounts, that you also get to see their personal uh abilities and interests brought to the table as well. All right, uh, what are we on, number 20? Yes. Number 20. When Joseph found Mary was found out that Mary was pregnant, what happened? A, they got married. B, Joseph wanted to break the engagement. C, Mary left town for three months. D, A and B, so they got married and Mary left town for three, oh, excuse me, <laughs> they got married and Joseph wanted to break on the, off the engagement, or E, B and C. <laughs> Joseph wanted to break off the engagement, and Mary left town for three months. Was that confusing? I sure don't think so. Not as confusing as the last one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, that's true. The last one was pretty crazy. Anyway, the answer to number 20 is E. E. That's B and C. Joseph did want to break off the engagement, but he was trying to think about a, a tactful and low-profile way to do it because he didn't want to shame Mary because the text tells us he was a righteous man. And Mary did leave town for about three months. Final question. This is a final Jeopardy format, so you can bet it all, or you can uh, just go with the one point and see if you can, you know, get that one extra point. This one's for all the gingerbread. All the gingerbread. Okay. Who told or made Mary and Joseph go to Bethlehem? A, the angel chorus. B, Mary's mother. C, Herod. D, the shepherds, or E, Caesar Augustus? The final answer is E, Caesar Augustus. A decree went out. Go back to your own city. Mm -hmm. Go back for a census. census We're counting time. heads. Go back to the city of your ancestry. And so that's what Joseph and Mary did. Bethlehem was the ancient city of David where Joseph had come from. How did you do? Tally him up. Again, email us or, or, or write in the comments on YouTube, whatever. We want to hear. Let us know if you learned anything, you know, anything fancy come through here. <laughs> Had a good time. And if you're like, I don't remember this stuff, 
got we have we got you covered. Yeah. The next two weeks we're gonna be doing, as Doug mentioned earlier, a dramatic reading of the Christmas story. Buddy Owens is coming in. He's going to be doing um a, a really awesome telling of the Christmas story, taking uh parts from multiple gospels and and stringing them together in in a way that just creates one nice narrative. Yeah. And uh, we're going to have some interesting audio design for that episode. And you'll hear a little extra commentary from Doug and myself. Yeah, we've tried to create a really beautiful audio presentation of the Christmas story. We think you'll really enjoy it. So if you didn't do so hot on this quiz, or even if you did, come back for the Christmas story next week and you're going to hear all the good stuff right out of the gospel narratives. We hope you have a great week. We love you. We'll see you next time. If you enjoyed this episode, consider giving us a rating or a review on iTunes. If you do, you'll help other people find us in the future. You can also listen to these episodes on YouTube. Subscribe to the Saddleback Church YouTube channel for these conversations, plus lots of video content. And if you're already listening to us on YouTube, subscribe to the Doable Discipleship Podcasts on Apple Podcasts or your favorite app, so you can listen in the car or wherever else you go. Don't forget to visit saddleback.com doable to check out all our previous episodes. And go to saddleback.com slash grow to find spiritual growth resources and view a calendar of upcoming events. Lastly, you can always get in touch with us by emailing maturity at saddleback.com. Send us your thoughts. Send us your questions, your Bible questions, your life questions, whatever. Who knows? Your question just might inspire an upcoming episode. Thanks again for tuning in to Doable Discipleship. I'm Doug Jones, and I hope you'll join us again next week. 